Welcome to the Emotional Balance Sheet, the go-to podcast for parents with multiple kids, especially those with twins, triplets, or more, who are navigating the maze of modern family life and personal finance. Whether you're overwhelmed by education or retirement planning, parenting dilemmas, career transitions, or trying to define your purpose and plan, we're here to guide you with empathy, encouragement, and expertise. Hosted by Paul Fenner, founder of Tama Capital, a certified financial planner and parent to four kids, including a set of triplets, our podcast is your ally in the quest for financial peace of mind, proving that money matters, but family comes first. Subscribe now and join our community of empowered parents at TamaCapital.com. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Clients of Tama may retain positions in the securities discussed in this podcast. What does comprehensive financial planning even mean? At Tama Capital, it means a family office where lifestyle planning such as retirement, college, portfolio management, tax prep and planning, all are under one umbrella. But it goes beyond numbers. We focus as much on the emotional side of financial planning as we do on the financial side. We get you. We understand your challenges of building a family, business or career, and a healthy life. We are devoted to wealth planning for families like yours because we are you. Learn how our family can help your family by visiting TamaCapital.com. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. As we move into the ritual of tax season this time of year, I thought I'd spend some time talking about the difference between tax preparation and tax planning. And I guess I'll lead off with this question is, did you even know that there was a difference between tax preparation and tax planning. So today I want to focus on the objective of both and then focus on um, the ins and outs of of both and give you some examples of tax planning um, and the benefits of tax planning. So let's start off with the objective of tax preparation. Obviously, this probably goes without saying, but it's primarily about compliance, ensuring that all your financial activities from the past year are accurately reported to the IRS. For most people, this means completing your 1040 and filing it on time, as well as making uh, quarterly um, tax uh, estimated payments as well throughout the year. So what about tax planning? Well, this is more strategic, more proactive, if you will. So it's we're really trying to look ahead when it comes to tax planning uh, versus tax prep. And tax planning involves um, understanding the tax implications of the financial decisions and the investments that we make. So what about focus? Well, as I just mentioned, with tax preparation, the focus is on the past. You can't really go back and, and do anything from a tax perspective last year or now that will impact last year. So for example, really the only opportunity that you may have is from an IRA standpoint. IRA contributions can can be made up to 
the time that you file your tax return for the previous year. But for most things like charitable deductions, 401k contributions, 529 contributions, those types of things, um, you know, those end at the end of the calendar year. So how does tax planning, what's the focus with tax planning? Well, tax planning is more focused on uh, the future. What can we do today that could impact future tax liability, both from a increase or a decrease? So what are what really constitutes tax planning? Like what are the tangible things that a tax planning professional or a financial advisor like myself actually do when it comes to tax planning? Well, I think first and foremost is I look at helping people make that decision between contributing uh, Roth versus traditional um, contributions for their retirement accounts, whether it's a 401k or a Roth IRA or a traditional IRA, there's tax implications to all of those. And for some people, depending on their income, it forces you to do one thing or another. Um, this is a question I get often about, well, what should I do? And obviously everybody's situation is different, but it's one of the main topics I focus on when it comes to tax planning is making sure that we're contributing retirement uh, contributions in the right bucket, if you will. Uh, the second uh, part is a Roth conversions. Again, this is another question I get often is, well, should I you know, take my traditional money that I have in a retirement account, IRA, 401k, and convert that to a Roth? Well, it really depends. If you're anticipating your tax rate going up in the future, then having more money in a Roth is, is more beneficial than having it in a traditional IRA because that Roth will grow uh, tax-free when you take it out. So, but the, the, the rub there is you've never paid tax on that traditional IRA or 401k. So when you do the conversion, you have to have the money to pay the tax bill. Um, when it comes to college planning, most people don't realize the tax implications of pretty much everything you do uh, uh, goes in, it touches uh, uh, taxes when it comes to college planning. So for example, 529 contributions. Did you know most states offer a tax deduction for 529 contributions? Um, family members, if they're trying to help out maybe paying directly to a school, that could impact your student's financial aid. So again, tax implication. Um, filling out the FAFSA. Are you filling it out correctly? Are you potentially overestimating your investments or underestimating your investments? Do you have your, your child holding too much in investments, which um, uh, creates more of a, a ding, if you will, on the potential need-based aid you could be receiving. And tax credits, there, there's actually quite a few uh, tax credits that you can get just by your, your student going to, to college. And so you don't want to miss out on those when it comes to tax planning, even though it's part of college planning. Uh, another uh, I, you know, tax planning item is, should you cluster your charitable contributions. 
um, with the changes in the Jobs and Tax Act from 2017, this has been a strategy that has worked out for some people. But it's this is where there's a financial answer and a personal answer. Some people want to make sure that they're giving to their charity every year, year in and year out, because their charity counts on that. Well, they might not be getting the deduction for that anymore because they are under the standard deduction threshold, as opposed to if you combine those contributions over like a two-year period, you might qualify for that deduction. So it again, there's a, there's a financial answer and then a personal answer. And I think one of the, the last things I want to talk about when it comes to what we do from a tax planning standpoint is being adaptable to see where potential tax changes in the future will impact tax liabilities now as well as in the future. As many of us know, the um, Jobs and Tax Act of 2017 is set to sunset in 2025. Well, what does that mean? All those changes that we've we've experienced over the last, I guess, eight years now, or six years now, um, will change in a few more years unless Congress um, does something about it. And so, that's one of the things that that I'm focused on is from a tax planning perspective. Does it make more sense to do things today, knowing that potentially tax rates are going to go up? The standard deduction will potentially change dramatically again. So there's a whole host of scenario analysis that we do when it comes to tax planning for the uh, families we work with. So bottom line, what is what are the benefits of, of tax planning? I think one of the biggest benefits, or at least <clears throat> that I see, is long-term savings. So as I walk through all those different elements of what we do from a tax planning perspective, it all comes down to how can we reduce the tax liability and save the families that we work with um, additional money. Uh, number two is improved investment efficiency. So again, it, it comes back to um, when you're taking money out of a qualified retirement account or a taxable brokerage account, how is that money going to be taxed? Is it taxed at capital gains, which is a much lower um, tax than ordinary income. So based on the investments that I choose and the um, vehicle that I choose, the savings vehicle I choose, there's tax ramifications there. So it's making sure that that as a uh, financial advisor, I'm doing what's in the best interest of my clients or my families to make sure that I'm not exposing them to too much tax. Um, the third point is uh, enhanced retirement planning. I talked in depth about how taxes impact college planning. Well, obviously, um, taxes impacts what you do from a retirement standpoint as well. You know, again, going back to do I choose a Roth? Do I choose a traditional? Am I in my 401k? Am I in an IRA? Do I do a taxable brokerage account? You know, there's a lot of different options. So it's making sure that all those options are working together to support the objectives and purpose that that your family wants. And I think that kind of leads into my my last couple of points here is that you know life happens, you know, job changes, new babies, new careers. Um I think all those things, you know, has an impact on your taxes. And so, you know, when those life events happen, 
that's where we're here to help support and making sure that, again, your long-term purpose and financial and personal objectives are aligned. I think at the end of the day, what this really creates as far as tax planning goes is this additional peace of mind and alleviating anxiety, helping to reduce stress, and creating the confidence knowing that you're making better decisions. So tax planning, I think, is an essential part of a holistic, comprehensive wealth management plan. And it really closely aligns your family's purpose and objectives, both personal and financial. You know, as we know, taxes touches every part of our lives. And by understanding and utilizing tax prep, along with tax planning, your family can make more informed financial decisions, both in the short term and the long term. If you'd like to find out more information about how we work with families from a tax prep and planning standpoint, you can go to our website at tamacapital.com, T-A-M-M-A. If you've enjoyed this conversation, could you do me a favor? Do you know anyone else who would enjoy these types of conversations where we talk about the intersections of our emotional and financial lives? Because if you do, it's actually going to help both of us. Could you share this conversation with someone? They will think you're great because you just gave them this terrific podcast and it helps me grow my audience. Or you can tell them to go to tamacapital.com. Thank you so much and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Emotional Balance Sheet Podcast. Please visit tamacapital.com to subscribe to this podcast or to connect with certified financial planner and registered investment advisor, Paul Fenner of Tama Capital. And please join us again next time on the Emotional Balance Sheet Podcast.